Hey, what did the buffalo say when he took his boy to school? What? Bye, Bye son. son. Alright, welcome to episode 38 of Who the Hell is This For? This week we reviewed the winner of our Diane Keaton poll and went with a very famous Diane Keaton movie, Father of the Bride. She is definitely the biggest name in that movie and it definitely gets a tribute to one of her uh, her movies. Mm. What do you think about that, Catherine? I feel like I shouldn't have let Riley choose Father of the Bride for his pick in the poll. Sorry, I'm t- the voice of the people. Definitely a Steve Martin movie, not a Diane Keaton movie. Uh, you sanctioned it, though. Yeah, also better but... than any Diane Keaton movie I... we could have picked. Mm. Hold on, what about Batman? <laughs> I'm not letting you have that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Good. Anyways. Maybe next week we just do our Michael Keaton poll. Before we get into uh, our Father of the Bride review, though, let's talk about what we've been watching over the past couple weeks since we reviewed The Phantom Menace. Riley, what have you been watching? Um, Let's see. I went to see Godzilla, finally. Mm. Very disappointed. Oh. I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Watched Lego Batman again. I told you, that one's great. Yeah, I'm saying that to Catherine. I'm it might not... be my favorite Batman yeah. movie. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. I, I can't it tell works. if you're just trying to get a rise out of me. No, no, no. I think it is my favorite Batman movie. Okay. Mm. Speaking of, I think I also watched The Dark Knight. Yeah, definitely did. Watched Spider-Man 3 last night. <laughs> um, let's see. What else is on that list? Can we talk about how, for whatever reason, Marvel can just post a number four themed around Spider-Man and In the, world the entire internet thinks we're getting Spider-Man 4 with no reason to think As that a comic book, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I was I was pretty hurt by that. Um, and it's no bed set. Yeah, I know. There's something else I watched, but I don't know. That's a pretty good list, so we can move on. Let's see. I watched a lot. I watched the new the murder mystery movie. Oh yeah, I was asleep while yeah. you watched that. On Netflix. I hear that's actually okay. Yeah, I actually like it with Jennifer Aniston and I like them as a duo. Um, like in Fifty First Dates. No wedding no, singer. Oh okay, yeah. Don't they get together in Happy Gilmore? What else have I watched? I watched Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Big talk from somebody who said they watched so many more movies than me over the... I feel like I watched a lot more. I know. I just can't like, remember. I feel like I completely missed stuff off my list. Um. But. Oh, I also watched Legally Blonde 2. Oh, okay. Nice. Yep. That's the one where she's in DC, right? Correct. And then the aliens attack. <laughs> sure. Then she gives a rousing speech. What? I'm waiting for you. Oh, you're waiting for me? Okay, so... I watched Hagazusa. Oh, what, what? Uh, it is a German movie about witches and witchcraft. And anytime a baby shows up in a movie about witches, you know that baby's going to have a real bad time. <laughs> That's really all I have to say about that one. That one was good. 
I wished they had gone further with some things because I had heard a lot about it, but they didn't quite... It wasn't as quite as extreme as I expected. I also watched a boar, uh, an Ozploitation movie about a giant boar, and Ooh. it's fantastic. It's what you what you see is what you get. Very fun summer schlocky movie. I feel like I watched something else that was a like good summer schlock movie, but I can't remember what it was. Oh well, yeah, we watched Always Be My Maybe with the fantastic Keanu Reeves performance. <laughs> and uh, then last night we, well, Catherine was in and out, but I watched The Big Lebowski again. Nice. Which always, always good. Still have never seen that movie. Oh my god. Yeah. Same. We're, we're going to have to just do an episode over it so that you can see it for the first time. I think now I'm just going to commit to not seeing it. And be that guy. Forever, yeah. Be that guy. The guy that's never seen uh, The Big Lebowski. That actually kind of dovetails nicely into our new movie, or not our new movie, I wish, but uh, the movie we reviewed today, Father of the Bride, I had never seen it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Oh man, this is a classic. Well, yeah. as a kid, I avoided anything that I knew had a part two in the title, because I was like, no, I just want to watch one movie. Don't make me watch two how, movies. How'd you deal with story. Back to the Future? Yeah, I didn't understand that. Well, I didn't watch Back to the Future until late high school. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I was... I don't know. I've still never seen Kill Bill 1 or 2, which is going to get some reactions from people online, I can only imagine. But, yeah, hadn't seen this, still haven't seen part 2 of this. I didn't realize that that's just what they called sequels, and I thought you had to, like, rent multiple movies to get the entire They're going to leave you on a big cliffhanger yeah, at the end of this. Fuck that. So I, I didn't watch any of those. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a 70% tomato meter as well as a 70% audience score. Let's see some rotten reviews. Some sequences and dialogue are lifted directly from the original, but in the wider context, this merely serves to underline the remake's comparative lack of tenderness and subtlety. Beyond its personally threatening nature and its unnerving idea about laying out a life's hoardings for a single unrewarding day, this new version of the romantic <laughs> comedy first filmed by Vincent, Vincente Minnelli in 1950 feels false. Somebody got left at the altar. I was going to yeah. say, this guy, like, he has more problems with marriage than he does with the, <laughs> with the movie. <laughs> You okay, guys? <laughs> Give me a call. I mean, the majority of reviews are positive, so... Yeah, I feel like this one's a crowd pleaser. Uh-huh. I think we'll leave it with, with Mr. Uh, Mr. Issues. I Hate Marriage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> somebody just... Somebody just shoot him an email and see if he's alright. <laughs> okay. Alright. What did Father of the Bride... Do well. What did we like about this movie? Um, I feel like this is one we don't need to do a plot synopsis on. No. Yeah. We don't. That's all right. I would say it's casted very well. Yeah. Anytime you compare, you can put a movie with Steve Martin and Martin Short together, you're going to get some good moments. I have some things to say about that later. And this is a long-running thing for me, so. Um, But it'll come up in a separate section. Certainly not this one. I thought that... Uh, Steve Martin and I can't think of her name, but who played Annie? I thought they had. Kelly Williams. I thought that they had pretty good on-screen chemistry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they were a believable father-daughter. Yeah. Combo. Um, the ages were. 
It just shows you when relationships are built around basketball how healthy they can be. <laughs> yeah, major Euro step by Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah, he pulled out, pulled out the Greek freak Euro. <laughs> also, a, a nice little humanizing look into the life of a sweatshop owner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, I Steve Martin's performance is pretty good. I mean, it's a fun, concerned dad thing. I was kind of taken out because he's just a bad father for a lot of it. In what ways? Because he doesn't want to spend... Well, not even that he doesn't want to spend. It's all before the wedding planning, but just when she says she's going to get married. I don't know, he just I think that, that that's just, a very typical response. Yeah, I think that was yeah. just... They were going for, like, the stereotypical... Yeah. I know, but they show that in a stark contrast to Brian's dad, who, like, had the... Res- like, they, they right, have that's that whole what... conversation, and they have the response, or the... He has that response and then talks about how, oh yeah, their adults are going to make their choices, whatever. And Steve Martin still kind of rides out just the, I'm going to be a bad, unsupportive dad a lot longer. than. That's a good point you make. I'm going to go snoop around your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Like, I'm going to see how much money these people have. Like, <laughs> and going through their medicine closet, or medicine cabinet, and you then don't... breaking something... I don't know. That's typical, though. Like, people are snoopy. Who does that? <laughs> I've snooped. I haven't snooped into people's bank records or anything. <laughs> but you're in somebody's bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Just see, peek I... in the cabinet, see what they got going on. My whole job is basically snooping okay, around people's fair. houses, so... <laughs> Have you ever considered becoming a private eye? There we go. Just make my job now the cover-up for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not a snooper. It feels wrong and dirty. And not in the good way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was there anything else you liked about this movie that really stood out? There's not a lot that really stood out, but this is a good... This is a perfect movie for the kind of day we had. Like, rainy Sunday, just hanging out. Like, that... It's perfect for that. Well, what's funny is I noticed you guys were watching it on TBS. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is just like the perfect... I'm pretty sure I've seen it like three or four times on either like ABC Family. Yes. Yeah. Or maybe AMC, maybe E, but definitely TBS, but it's always, you know, Sunday, Saturday afternoon. Right. Yeah, big time TBS. Yeah. Always followed by like, especially for ABC Family and now Freeform, like... You know, doing part one and then part two, right. and then usually like, I don't know. That's your whole day. You cheaper by the dozen. Yeah, cheaper by the dozen is on like. We're just gonna end. throw it a Steve Martin Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably a Steve Martin weekend if you're on Freeform. But oh uh, yeah, do they still have the rights to Harry Potter weekend, or did yeah. they have to replace it no, with Steve Martin they, weekend? They still have Harry Potter weekend. Are we gonna get a Steve Martin World at Universal? <laughs> Probably not. You just walk into a house and it's full of dysfunctional family things happening and you have to resolve it? I'd do that. I'd go to that theme park. Mm. Family's Edge. (laughs) (laughs) The newest park from Disney. It's just, you just go in and they just have 30 kids running around. (laughs) Four different substances are thrown on you as soon as you walk in the door and you have to figure out what they are and which child threw them. (laughs) Let's see what else. I thought the music was good. I thought it did a really good job of making you feel, you know, warm and fuzzy on the inside. And yeah, it's a very warm like and fuzzy movie. And I believe it's Alan Silvestri that does the music for this movie. That would the make a lot of sense. The soundtrack is very... Very heartwarming. With its time. Like yeah. the licensed you know. soundtrack? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Alan Silvestri, who... 
really just knocks it out of the park on every movie he does the music for. Exactly. Yeah. All timer. Even movies that get nominated for Oscars recently. Oh god damn it! He did the music for that movie. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh man. I mean, that makes sense as to why they were able to use the Back to the Future music cues in it. Exactly. Oh fuck! And he already agreed to it. You're right. I did. We might as well just review it at this point. All right. <laughs> oh god. Anything else for this no. movie? What didn't you like? Oh wait, one thing I oh. did like. <laughs> oh. Diving into just peak early 90s fashion. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Uh-huh. Big, big giant pants paired with sneakers. <laughs> yeah. Got the David Byrne suit going. Every Yeah, everyone's wearing a sport coat for every situation. Yes. For work, yeah, like, the weekend. I'm hanging out at home. Better throw on a sport coat and some right. Jordans. We gotta bring it back, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, just 90s fashion. So good. A lot of crew necks as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Annie was big on the turtlenecks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were there any mock turtlenecks? Headbands. Headbands, yeah. yeah. Headbands. You like the headbands. Mm-hmm. It's always a classic. Okay, so things we didn't like. Things we did not like right. about the I feel like Lead it off. The age of it, like, it definitely shows when it was made because, well, the attire. And then also the decor for the wedding. Oh, and God, like, yeah. That wedding cake. <laughs> Her dress. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Catherine like, had a lot to say about the dress. Like, that was the most ugly dress. If you took yeah, who wears like, long sleeves? Well, if you took away like 10 pounds of the tulle, it maybe oh, would have been fine. Oh. The sleeves weren't what was bad about it. It was more yeah. that it was like very high neck, plus the sleeves, plus the double veil, plus all the tulle. No, just no. But that is a very 90s thing because my mom had a long Brian's wedding just, dress. Brian's just giving... <laughs> Brian's just giving Annie Hickey's 24-7. She's got to cover that up. Got to cover this Look proper for that, church, for that church ceremony. Also, why are you paying $250 per head to have your wedding in a house? Yeah. This is, the pricing like, of this wedding was if, fucking insane. I calculated insane. that. I'm going to do it It's like 43... Because they Just, cut it down to 150, right? 150 yes, people. Which it's came like 40, out to 37.5. So 250 per head for like, how many you said? I'm going to give it, say 200. They, because 200 people? They, they were at 500. 500. They were at 500. Okay, so that's $50,000. And what, did that get you like a seated, plated, right. eight course meal? No. Did that get you a fancy <laughs> like ballroom at like... Right. The President Hotel. Here's, and then, yeah. yeah. And then another problem I had with this was, like, the way they portray, like, the average American family. Yeah, so, like, right. they, like, he's, like, a business owner. They have this giant house in L.A., mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, God, we're so poor. This is going to break us. Yeah, <laughs> right. But then, like, he does it all anyways. Yeah, and like, uh, Diane Keaton does make the point, though. She's like, we don't spend any of this money. We can easily do this. Oh, they would have more if they didn't but have then, that like, accident kid. Homeboy's parents weren't helping <laughs> like out Kieran Culkin. So they were definitely going the traditional route because like the mm-hmm. Graves' parents weren't doing anything. And obviously by their house they could have helped a lot. But Yeah. To be fair, they did offer though. They and did. And he turned them down. That's true. Because he was freaking out about I mean, it on the stairs. Thing. Yeah. But they easily right, but then, yeah, that's covered like, by the other family. Why why have the Steve Martin family clearly make a lot of money. Uh-huh. And then why, what's the point of making Brian's family have even more, more money? money? If yeah. they weren't going to like do yeah. it, yeah. At least scale uh-huh. it down. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, no. I think 
something I did like, and it was kind of subtle with that whole thing, is that he was, he's always used to being the bigger guy. Right. The, like, guy who is the more impressive person. And, you know, he's rolling up to this other house, and that's why he was wearing his jacket, like, they kind of talk about it in the car, and then when they roll up to the house, you realize there's kind of a power shift, and he is now in the position of, holy shit, I'm I'm the little fish in this mm-hmm. pond right now. So I, I kind of liked that, but they didn't do anything with it otherwise. Well, and we talked about it earlier, and it's probably because his shoe company is just <laughs> hemorrhaging money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trying to keep up with Jordan in the just the midst of the 90s. Well, his, his comment when he met Brian, he's like, he's wearing Nikes. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're not really competing with him. You have maybe, what we say, like 16 people making shoes. I right. would even go 32 max. Maybe. In, yeah. the, in that factory, you've got 32 max little factory workers working their fingers to the bone <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep up with Nike and the Jordan brand. Yeah, like, Which is, like, 91 at its peak... Probably like 96 is when Jordan Brand peaked. I'd say 91 was probably... Yeah, no, I'd say that's good yeah. for him. Um, yeah, so either Steve way... Steve Martin's really going to have to th- start thinking about outsourcing. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to be able to know every factory worker's name. Yeah, because you definitely got that vibe that he's like paying them like good money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not an actual sweatshop. Yeah. yeah. But I just a mom was, and pop shoe factory. It was jarring when it cut to that, and I was like, "He's a sweatshop owner." <laughs> but it's brightly lit, so it's yeah. a fun sweatshop. <laughs> One of those with the five minute nap break in the middle of the day. Yeah. Also, like I know it's California, but I just I wish I knew what the costs were back then because like twelve hundred dollars for the cake. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, no, I don't know what prices are on cake. I mean, should ask Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could get, because I looked at one bakery because of this, and I could get 10 individual cakes plus, like, a legit cake for, like, $1,000. Okay. Compared to that. Yeah, something to save up for. <laughs> like, compared to that, like, five-tier. Not for a wedding. Nasty, We're just really just into cakes. <laughs> <laughs> I have something a I w- tooth problem. <laughs> Yeah. Something I want to bring up, Steve Martin drinks his beer like a madman. Did you he catch this? He pours it into a glass, he right? like that. He ca- okay, he pours it into a glass, but he had a full pint glass and a 12-ounce beer. There should not have been anything left for him to pour, because when we see oh, him, it's so like half he's just... full. He's pouring a few ounces in at a time. Just taking shots of beer? <laughs> yeah, like, because we see him partway full, <laughs> drinks it... Pours more beer in, but doesn't go past that point. <laughs> Does Steve Martin, when the bartender brings the bottle over, do you say, just leave the bottle? <laughs> Steve Martin has his own personal bottles of beer at the bar. Like, some people bring in, like, high-end liquor. He brings in, like, a 12-pack of Modelo. He's like, keep those behind the bar for me. So I feel like in any movie like this, you have to have the moment where, like, the bride or the groom wants to just call off the wedding. Oh, God. And the whole blender thing was such a far-fetched, like... They, they forced know. that moment yeah. in there. That, they forced it hard. That is for sure. Especially considering her dad just got her an appliance. Mm-hmm. Like, her dad was like, here's here's this cappuccino maker. Aw, yeah. thanks, Dad. I, I and then like he gets the, her a blender, and she freaks out on him. Yeah. <laughs> I like the scene app. I like the Steve, Martin, and Brian scene in the bar. 
Like, mm-hmm. that's good. Oh, that does take me back to something else that I just could not get into with this movie. I didn't like the narration. I would have... Uh, Steve Martin. I would have rather had just, like, the straightforward mm-hmm. movie, and this is... We, I didn't we mind can, it. I the, thought it gave it gave a look into the father's mind. Yeah. But I think of what a, a father would that, think on his bride and his daughter's wedding day. A lot of that, I feel like, can be communicated through just his body language and his physical performance. Yeah, but it's funny to hear his comments. Yeah. Especially, like, when they met the other parents and stuff. Yeah. And for me, like, that's just... I don't know. I would prefer... It takes me out of the movie, I should say. Okay. Because that's... Any narration like that, super immersion-breaking. Oh, you're going to touch on Honk. Yeah, man. And so this is more than just this movie. I cannot figure out how I feel about Martin Short. His performance in, in general. Oh. Um, a lot of Martin Short's performances, they just don't land as well as it seems like he thinks they're landing. I don't know. Um, he the Martin Short performance that works for me the most is him in Three Amigos. I thought you were going to say Arrested Development. Also, yes. I can do the Arrested Development <laughs> one because that one's like kind of supposed to be this extreme like character kind of uh, role. Right. Whereas something like this, it doesn't make sense for him to be such this weird, off-the-wall, zany character. And that, that happens in so much of his stuff where he like he is this weird, unrealistic completely exaggerated person and it works in something like Arrested Development and Are you saying Jack Frost is made up? Um, Jack Frost is very real. <laughs> However, his movie's incredibly inaccurate. I only go by the Michael Keaton canon. Snowman. Yeah. Jack Frost, yeah. I mean, I can understand that. I I thought it was okay. I don't think he needed to lay on the accent so yeah. hard. Yeah, because the running thing of everyone but Steve Martin could understand him. Like I can, I got like the key word in each thing, Uh but for the most part, yeah. Okay, is that it? Yeah. That's. I mean, I think that's all I've got. Yeah. There was some bad line reading in this movie, but I'm going to touch on that later. Okay. Also, Kieran Culkin has a chaotic energy, and I wish that it had been more utilized in this movie. Like, if you've ever looked at a picture of a young Michael Keaton. Very same, like, starting fires in a bathroom type energy. And I just, I wish we had gotten more of that. I could see that. Like, Kieran Culkin in, uh, not Full House, uh, Home Alone. Because, you know, just willfully pissing the bed and loving it. That kind of energy. There we go. Speaking of 90s family movies, Christmas Story may not be 90s, but we have now been followed by Scott Farkas on Twitter. I saw that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Come on the pod, Scott Farkas. Can't, can't even think about how many times I've watched A Christmas Story, so... Right. That's really awesome. 80s, when that came out. Maybe That 70s. probably was 80s. But, it, you know, it's like a period, like, you know, it's but it's set in the 50s, blah, mm. blah, blah. You know that's uh, made by the same guy that did Black Christmas, right? I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. When we bring uh, Scott Farkas on for his interview, I want to ask him if he was aware of the director's like previous films before he went <laughs> in. I'm going to just start heavily advertising this interview that is oh, just nowhere make, close speak to into existence. Yeah, I saw The Secret on the bookshelf at the library once. He's loosely tied to committing. <laughs> hey, Twitter follow is pretty binding. 
Yeah, absolutely. Until you hit that unfollow button, but he's not going to do that. Will you, Zach? Okay, what's next? In the, what's, we haven't let's done a regular do, show in a while. So yeah, what's let's our... do our standout scenes for this movie. Mm, this is tough, because there's some good father-daughter moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think when she uh, calls him from the airport. Yeah? Like, it wasn't just okay. him trying to get to her to say goodbye. She also, you know, wanted to say They goodbye. both kind of just understood mm-hmm. it, uh didn't quite work at the wedding yeah which so at my sister's wedding uh-huh. uh oh my god like i never would have related to that or i relate to that so much because of my sister's wedding mm. i've been in a lot of weddings and i thought my sister's wedding was gonna be like any of the others but i did not sit down for three hours straight and i was just trying to get to the bar and back i got a total of like two drinks Absolutely because not. i was nope. Yeah, I was just sitting there <laughs> Not talking to people <laughs> every time I took a step, and it was terrible. Just all... <laughs> oh, man, look at me. I'm Tyler. I know people. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, no. It's popular over here. Oh, man. It was all the Heston people. Just let people live at a wedding. You, you don't need to catch up there. You just get everyone badges that says, don't talk to me. Yeah. We'll, we'll make that thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to direct everybody to just talk to my mom. Yeah. Because she'll love to talk to people. Mm. Oh, this is tough. I think I'm going to go with the him laying in bed, like remnant, you know, thinking about his little girl growing up, and then them going to play basketball one more time outside the night before the mm. wedding was yeah. my standout. That's a solid scene. Man, mine is way different than you guys's. Mine is when he is in the grocery store <laughs> and <laughs> the, hot the hot dog buns. <laughs> because. God damn, that was incredibly relatable. Like, just having a full-on, like, I'm spending way too much. I'm These fucking hot dogs and hot dog bun companies are out to screw me. I'm just, I've had enough. And just tearing hot dog buttons out of the package and leaving them on the shelf. <laughs> and fighting with a grocery store employee and then ending up in grocery jail is just like... I think he was in real jail. I, he was in real jail. Was, yeah. And just, like, the cop who arrested him knew, like... How much he was spending on the wedding. That All I'm saying is I don't want to ever have to pay for a wedding because I will have a very similar mental breakdown. <laughs> I don't think you'll be spending $250 a head. Yeah, this is fair. that'll help. But yeah, no, just the... The part with the hot dog buns, though, like, he was taking multiple packages. Why don't you just add up how many Because it is needed. the principle that each... <laughs> Hot dog bun package. Like he was package. thinking like four packages of 12 hot dog buns and taking out four. Well, clearly he wasn't thinking logically. <laughs> it is all about, taken. no, it is about the, it's about sending a message, okay. as the Joker would say. But no, like, you take out the four because there's only supposed to be eight for eight hot dogs. And so, in, if he, they win if he just balances it all out. And Why does he many. just buy two packs of buns and three packs of hot dogs? See? Because it's about the principle. (laughs) Sometimes you have to send a message to the man and say, no, I'm not buying these extra fucking hot dog buns. I'm buying the hot dog buns I need and buying them each in their own package because that's the way it should be. Fair enough. Let down scene. Let down scene. Go ahead. All right. So mine is when after the whole... I think it's after the whole blender scene. It's whenever they go outside and it starts snowing. So right after they play basketball. Yeah, I think that's it. 
Yeah, they it's right after that and they they do the they have their moment and then it starts snowing and it's like, Can you believe it? <laughs> I haven't seen snow since I was nine. Since I was nine. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's like the, well, it's like it wasn't the, as well, paused as that. Wow! It's it's like well. it's like the audio got m- messed up, so they had to go back they in and dub ADR'd it over. That. Yeah, it just I don't know that that felt like straight up cue card reading for me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't see it as bad as you did. Apparently, yeah. um, <laughs> I don't know if I. I'm trying to think if I had any letdowns. I guess if I had to pick one, I'd say when they go to the in-laws' house. Mm. Okay. Because he's being a psychopath? Yeah, because he's, I just, it seems out of character for him to be that ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he seems to be level-headed, except. Right. Or, you know, and be, like, I understand, like, he's protective and he does, uh like, some crazy things, but it, like, it goes way over the top there. They always have, like, because that was, like, his mini breakdown scene. Right. And then the hot dog Mm -hmm. was, like, the big breakdown scene. Well, and they're too far apart. It wasn't like a... If I had to pick one, I think that'd be my letdown. He had too. a much longer spiral. Yeah. But yeah, that's that makes sense. All right, let's do our uh, our Domhnall Gleeson Award. Who did you I have one. Of? I've got mine. Okay. Catherine, do you have one? Uh, the brother. Karen Culkin? Mm-hmm. Okay, how about you? I wanted more of him setting fires, yes. Um, <laughs> mine is B.D. Wong. Oh, yeah, of course. Because... One, okay. it's it's just such a fun role to see him in, in general. And then All comparing the... it to Jurassic Park, which came out like two years later. <laughs> and he's just this very serious scientist who's like... All the guests at this wedding are female. <laughs> Can't believe he cut off that ponytail for Jurassic Park. Right? <laughs> God, can you imagine just like going onto that island and there being a scientist with just a killer fucking ponytail? <laughs> <laughs> I think they would have been shut down immediately had they seen that be like, okay, we see where this is going. No, we're not having this. For mine, it's going to be another king of 90s comedy. Uh, Eugene Levy. Yes. Okay. Would be my Gleason Award. Just a bit part. I looked up. Apparently he has another bit part in the second one. Oh, really? Uh, uh, that is not the same character. So <laughs> he's just in it twice. Eugene Levy is just trying to, he, he's got his finger in everything. Oh, wow. I, I'm i sorry. I started saying hand, and then I started thinking pie, and then I was thinking of different appendages that get put in pies in his other movies. It's just... So maybe just two stop. fingers. Yeah, two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are we, you've seen American Pie, right, Kathy? Yes. Okay. I didn't need the recap. Well, I'm just I'm talking about how the I would love to do an American Pie episode that would be to great. look back on with you three. I would not how problematic how, that how movie problematic is. early two thousands were. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Okay, so do we have a quiz? Anything? What like celebrity that? man is secretly in love with you? No, it's got to be wedding. No. It's still got to be okay. wedding based. Find out which celebrity guy you should marry. There, there we All go. Right. Okay, and it is Buzzfeed. Okay. So it's still within Which the rules. Which hot celebrity guy is your husband? Where do you want to live? L.A. Tyler, don't look at the screen. You can't cheat. L.A., Toronto, New York City, London, Tokyo, Miami. Doom, doom, 
Yep, that's what I was thinking. Tokyo. We're going to Tokyo. Okay. I wonder if you know how they live in Tokyo. Which one of these animals do you like the most? Bison, antelope, rat, toad, chameleon, sloth. Sloth. Yeah, it's a sloth. Oh man, we're going to get a big Asian man. Hey, what did the buffalo say when he took his boy to school? Bison. Jesus Christ. Pick a candle scent. Unscented, please. No. Fresh linen. Almond mm. blossom. Forest musk. No. Rose water. Cashmere plum. I feel like forest musk just gets us a dirty person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to say fresh linen. Okay, we'll do fresh linen. Okay. Just a generic clean smell. Yeah. Okay. I do like rose water, though. What would you be doing if you were with him? Oh. oh. <laughs> Binge watching TV, baking cookies, chilling at a coffee shop, drinking cocktails, spending time in the bedroom, okay, or was, dancing. It's either cocktails or bedroom. Probably bedroom. Yeah. We're new. Alright, so the mic cut out here, but we were in the middle of talking about whether we would be having cocktails or in the bedroom with our celebrity man of choice. And then somehow we got into the topic of hot tubs and if they cook unborn babies. So you're going to come into a little bit of a weird conversation. Get in the hot tub if you're trying to have a baby because it kills your (laughs) sperm. That's it. (laughs) Get a little well done baby. (laughs) Yeah, if you want to be tan. And then you also smoke cigarettes to make sure that they come out at a healthy weight. Yeah, like, we know how that works. Where would you want him to propose? On a private jet, at a nice restaurant. On my back. (laughs) I don't want to get married. (laughs) In a field of flowers, on camera, at a concert. Oh, we'll be on camera. I mean, that's for sure. Is that your answer? What was the first one? On a private jet. Yeah. Well, at a nice restaurant. I don't want to get married. I'm going to say nice restaurant. Cause we in a field of flowers, at a concert, on camera. Yeah, we got to nice be paraded rest- around. Nice restaurant. Nice we restaurant. are a prize. Like a Freddy's or something. Take a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally kneels in some fry sauce. <laughs> Spills over the seasoning. Pick a tattoo for yourself. Lyrics that mean a lot to me. A cute taco, a guitar, a jellyfish, a spider. I don't want a tattoo. Well, getting any food item tattooed on you is super dumb. <laughs> I would never do that. Um, <laughs> what are the choices again? It's different if you get a slice of pizza Lyrics that mean you. a lot to me. A cute taco, a guitar, a jellyfish, a spider. I don't want a tattoo. I'll do song lyrics. That mean a lot to you? Yeah. Okay. And, and it's I, just the lyrics to the Halloween 3 jingle? Yeah. <laughs> you got Forever Alone. Oh, what? what? No, we didn't. No! <laughs> what? What the fuck? You don't have a celebrity us. <laughs> Sorry. We're doing it again. <laughs> what the hell? I'm upset. I'm so mad about this right now. Well, if any of you please slide. God, this this just mean must mean Keanu wasn't an option. That's gotta be it. 
Man, what a wake-up call. Yeah, damn. <laughs> we, Ooh, that's it. Here we go. Make I'm a milkshake. And I'll tell you what celebrity you're going to marry. Oh, there okay. we go. All right. Okay. Pick a base ice cream flavor. Wait, hold on. Are we going to break? call the wedding off when he gets me a blender for the shake? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Okay. Base flavor. Here yeah. we go. Chocolate, strawberry, vanilla, pistachio, cookies and cream, caramel. Uh, I, I see. Cookies and cream. Okay. I'm a cookies and cream guy. That's really going to throw off the rest of our shake, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is fair. I say vanilla. Okay. Okay. No, then we're going to get somebody boring. <laughs> no, because you add good toppings. Yeah, you add pick, stuff. Pick another, oh, we're adding good toppings. Pick huh? another flavor. Funfetti, tiramisu, banana, coffee, cherry, rocky road. Let's get a big old banana in there. <laughs> Works for me. Now we're going to get John Ham. <laughs> pick your first topping. Brownie chunks, marshmallows, John strawberries. John Ham is my first topping. <laughs> whipped cream, peanut butter, sprinkles. Um, I say. So you have vanilla, banana. We gotta go peanut butter then. I was gonna say chocolate. Brownie chunks. Yeah, brownie oh, okay. chunks. Yeah. Okay. Because then it also kind of doubles as kind of a cookies and cream. Pick type. a syrup: chocolate, strawberry, cherry, caramel. Chocolate. Yeah. We got a vibe. We're going. With Finally, here. pick a straw. Do you want one of them, like, cute paper straws that have, like, polka dots and stripies? Do you want a reusable metal straw? A classic striped plastic bendy straw? Uh, and kill the environment? No, thank you. <laughs> or a classic plastic solid color bendy straw? Is the paper straw striped as well? Um, there's polka dot, um, chevron, and stripes. Okay, we'll do that. Yep. That one? Okay. You got... Ooh. Jesse Williams. Who? Ooh, Dr. Avery. Oh, see, we didn't oh. need caramel in our shake. We got it in our man. <laughs> Just look at his eyes, though. Like, He's got those Jason Momoa eyes. This is Dr. Avery. I know. But... He fixes your skin. <laughs> if it peels off your face, he stitches it back on. What? <laughs> Wait, what? What happens on Grey's Anatomy? The Joker. Lots of things. Lots of things. People's skin getting peeled off? I think you guys should just settle for Jason. I think you just settle for no one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset, man. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Forever alone. Anyways. Okay. So, who the hell is this for? Well, first, well, do we want to do who the hell is this for or listener question What's first? your question? Okay. Listener question is who Keanu Reeves should play in the MCU? All right. Yeah, I remember this now. Because we did get a few responses. You want me to read through those, will you think? I already got mine. Okay. And it's Silver Surfer. It's Mine yeah. is also Silver Surfer. He'd be so perfect for it. And with like, with the MCU style of jokes, mm-hmm. it also fit in a point break joke. Oh, absolutely. So, you gotta do it. You think I went to space to learn how to surf? <laughs> But no, I he would be perfect. I first issue club said Silver Surfer or Adam Warlock. Yeah, I think he'd be a really good Warlock as well. Boy, it'd be really weird to see a blonde Keanu I Reeves. Know. I also think John Hamm could be a really good Warlock. Yeah, he's supposed to be the perfect human, isn't he? I, I guess. There you go. <laughs> um, first issue club also said they low key want him to be Mister Fantastic, which would also be awesome. That would work really well. 
Uh, the unlucky ones, T U O underscore podcast, uh, said people are going ham for Adam Warlock uh, and Namor. Uh, Namor would be interesting. Uh, and then they said Gambit could be fun oh, with God. Keanu. But let's just leave. Let's leave Gambit just in the trash. Yeah. Sup, Chad? Uh, said, or at he is a real peach. Great username. Um, he gave us Punisher. Which, I mean, basically just John Wick. Loki, which would be awesome. Logan, which I've heard, but also way too tall for that. Connery's just gets jacked beyond belief. <laughs> they do an editing effect that's just that pic- that meme of him where he's shortened down. Yeah. That's just him as Wolverine. Uh, Ace or Bullseye. Hmm. Um, he would be a good Bullseye. Then Philip. Uh, at it's just the one underscore L. I love Moon Knight, but would a hundred percent get behind him as Namor? I think Moon Knight would be great. For That'd be really cool. That'd be really cool to have in the MCU. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're gonna head that direction um, eventually. Could also do see him as like the Beyonder. Yeah, I I'm surprised if he doesn't show so up. It has to in, be something uh, very like stoic. I think. Yeah. Like, he's got to be something with a great cosmic understanding. Right. He could also... I don't know. I'm iffy on this one because I don't know how I want this to be done in the MCU in general. Maybe Galactus. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see who gets to play that if that mm-hmm. becomes a thing. I would also not hate to see... Would have not hated to see him as Mysterio. But I hear Jake Gyllenhaal is just knocking it out of the park. Oh, so. uh, yes. MCU savant Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> Same, yeah, that was the one I was gonna... <laughs> if you guys haven't watched it, there's a clip floating around of Tom Holland and Jake Gyllenhaal being asked what their favorite MCU movie is. And Jake Gyllenhaal does some of the best fake thinking acting I've ever seen before just latching on to whichever one Tom said, which was Ragnarok. <laughs> I just... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what, that was, that, what I was, was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen Mysterio dubbed over? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, ratings for... Who the hell is this for? And oh, then yeah. ratings... Okay, so let's we're going to round-robin it again. Let's do it. Okay. Um, Catherine, you can start. Um, meet the parents. Ah! Oh. Dang it. I think that was on right after this when we recorded it. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> um, my first pick is going to be the wedding planner. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting yes. choice. You haven't seen that, have you? Oh, I have. Mm. I actually, I am scrolling down a list of 90s romantic comedies, but mm. I remembered that one because mm-hmm. we watched that one at Riley's and it made me feel weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was young, I should say that. This didn't happen in high school or college. Why did we but watch I, it at my house? I don't know. It was on. Oh. It, we... Our parents were having one of those adult parties. 
Oh, okay. Um, and all the kids just hung out in the basement. Doesn't sound fair. <laughs> okay, I'll go with. I'll just take the obvious one. I'll do cheaper by the dozen. Uh, my big fat Greek wedding. No, I'm not going to say that. Um, I'm going to say Three Amigos, just because it's a fantastic Steve Martin role. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Runaway Bride. Ooh. Um, my best friend's wedding. Father of the Bride Part Two. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I'm... I'm almost sure that if you like this movie, you'll like that movie. Yeah? Even though I haven't seen it. Ooh. I just got two um, I'm going to say... I just don't know. Yeah, we'll go Maid of Honor. Mm. Okay. Um, Life as We Know It. What is that? With Katherine Heigl and... What's his name? Jason... Momoa. Dumb... Alexander. Dumbhole? Dumbhole? Oh. Josh Dumal. Josh Dumal. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Don't give me like... Fergie's ex-husband? Yes. Who got dunked on by the entire Warriors lineup? Sure. Okay, so is that three for everyone? Uh, that is mm-hmm. three for everyone. Yeah, basically go out and find a 90s movie that involves weddings in some you'll, fashion. You'll like it. <laughs> Let's do ratings. Okay. Who's starting? I will go ahead. Okay, go ahead. 6.5. I mean, I don't know, like, oh, this right. is a, it's a decent, like, <clears throat> rainy day movie, but also it's, you know, nothing special. There are so many other movies that, Every the era, is special. <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's just not my first pick if this is what I want to watch from that era and from this genre. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if I'm in a mood for something like this, I'm probably just going to watch a John Hughes movie instead. Okay, um, let's see. Audience was seven, so I'll say, I'll say seven point five. Um, I don't really have much of a reasoning other than I just like it. And that was part of mine is like I feel like I like this a little less than everyone else, so I went with a six point five since you know the audience average right. is seven. Yeah, definitely one I'm not changing the channel on though. Yeah, like I I would leave it. I mean, for me to change the channel, you got to be three or below. <laughs> I watched through Batman vs. Superman because it was on TV the other day. Oh, I did watch Justice League in, over the two weeks. Let me throw that in there. God, how was that? Oh, you know. Not, yeah. It was something. I said the other day, but it was like a month ago that I watched Batman vs. Superman. But yeah, it takes a lot for me to change the channel on you. Um, I'd probably give it... Yeah, seven and a half. Okay. It's just not... Like, it's... One, we, I'm gonna say... We had a one-point difference. <laughs> <laughs> and you treated six me as if so I had low. the plague. Six just sounds so low. I don't know. Well, like, I gave it a six and a half, didn't I? Yeah, I did. It just sounds like... <laughs> I don't know. It's not, like, the cream of the crop, but it's also not the bottom of the barrel. So... All right. Yeah. 7.5. Yeah. Is the right. majority. I was going to say, is that just how we're ready <laughs> All right, so next week, it is time for another staff pick. Jeff is not here with us right now, but it will be Jeff's turn to pick a movie, so we'll be letting you guys know that on Twitter. 
we do want to update you guys. We are going to be uh, kind of transitioning over the next few episodes and figuring out uh, recording remotely uh, because Riley will no longer be coming up to Kansas City. And as much of a bummer as that is, this will probably improve the audio quality <laughs> of our podcast. So Yeah, there's going to be more mics for the show. Yeah, so. we, we will no longer be using just one microphone. So I'm excited for that. That'll be good. Uh, but just wanted to give you guys a heads up on that. I will be a... strictly doing episodes on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> just heaving and pawing. This has been episode 38 of Who the Hell is This For? Be looking out for that staff pick next week. Thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm.